Welcome to the Beards and Bible Podcast, a podcast that brings together a love for good beer and Bible discussion. You can find us on Instagram at beersandbible underscore and on Twitter at beersandbible p1. You can also email us at beersandbiblepodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoy what you hear on Beers and Bible, please consider leaving a five-star rating and review on your podcast platform to help us promote this podcast. In the words of the reformer Martin Luther, Whoever drinks beer, he is quick to sleep. Whoever sleeps long does not sin. Whoever does not sin enters heaven. Thus let us drink beer. So let's join our hosts Rick and Patrick for this week's discussion. Welcome to episode number 66 of the Beers and Bible podcast. I am Patrick. And I am Rick. And we have a special guest, Steve. Nice to meet you guys. Steve is with us tonight. Yep. And uh, Steve is a friend of the podcast, and and uh, we have we've wanted to do like an interview show, um, occasionally or before long, and just so happened out that our our buddy Steve was uh, available, and something about Steve that uh, makes him a, a cool friend of the podcast is not only is he here to record, but he brought his own beer that he brewed that we're going to drink and review tonight. So he's uh you're never going to find what we have unless you know who we are and know where to find us. Yep. Unless you come to my backyard and <laughs> knock on my door and say, Hey, I heard about you, buddy. And also we're not giving out your address. Yeah, so right. Good luck. Yep. Good luck. <laughs> oh, come on. That'd be so much fun. There's so much of that going on right now. Just people posting so, addresses. So if you're interested in Steve's uh, beer, just go to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, go around to the back door, knock three times and ask for Hugo. Yeah. And, <laughs> You know someone's going to be like, that's not a bad idea. Uh, if somebody shows up at the White House because of that, I do We're going to get shut down for a reason we had no idea. Oh, oh you never know what you're going to get here on the beers and bottles. No, you so. don't. But, uh, so Steve brews his own beer out of his house, and uh, he calls it free time brewing, which is kind of uh, fun because you do it in your free time, right? That's right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, so... Tell us a little bit. We actually have two beers here tonight, and we're possibly going to drink both of them, but we're definitely going to drink one of them. Tell them about the one that we're going to drink first. Yeah, sure. So, first of all, thanks for having me. I mean, this is uh, this is my first time ever getting to talk to anyone about it's beer. Our first time too, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. So this is this is cool. So thanks for having me. Um, yeah. So so um, what we've got today is what I've called. Uh, a golden stout. So, you know what golden ales are, probably. Um, a few you, of those. Yeah. Um, you know, for those who might not know, it's 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 kind of a pilsner, very very light uh, color, or uh, should be light in color. Mm-hmm. And stouts, you think of being uh, very dark, um, like motor oil. Motor oil. <laughs> yeah. You very know, that's creamy. a description you gave all the time, and I don't really. Get that, but Patrick does not condone my usage of motor oil. Eh, you know, to each his own, I guess. That's but true. I don't really understand how he can say. Well, I just kicked my chair with my foot. <laughs> I sank like six yeah, inches. Yeah, you did drop. I was like, okay, oh, nice. Oh. Anyway, so yeah. 
Yeah, so so um so it's kind of uh two things that normally wouldn't marry together. Uh-huh. And uh I said, "You know what? Uh I'm I'm making it myself." So Let's break some rules. So that's 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 kind of where I went. Um, We're also all so, about breaking some rules on the podcast. Yes, we are. Yeah. We definitely like breaking rules on the podcast. Yeah. So uh, that's 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 like a, kind of a home brewing uh, mantra of mine. Is like you know like if I'm going to make it myself, I might as well try and make something that 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 I like or that no one else is making. And, there you go. You know. Just, that's how you sell a billion of them, too. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. So after you guys try this, you're like, bro, we got to like market this. Like, okay, here we go. Like, We're, we're going to turn Freetown Brewing into the Beers and Bible Brewery. Yep, that's right. <laughs> All right. Well, these are out and getting cold. He, uh, he brought me one the other day, so I get one that's like twice the size of everybody else's for tonight. So if I get a little loopy on the podcast, you'll know what's going on. <laughs> It won't be any different than any other podcast, honestly. This is this is yeah. also true. I'm guessing these are pop top and not twist top. They right? are pop tops. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to pop these. All right. Well, let's crack them open. I'm gonna get my my handy dandy gun ready. Here we go. In three, two, one, crack. <laughs> okay. Oh, I so didn't, I didn't get mine off the way. Uh, <laughs> here, let's let's go for it over here. Oh, okay. Yes, that's awesome. So this is my first time watching this uh, this this beer gun in action, <laughs> and I've got to. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I've... going on my Christmas list for sure. Yes, for sure, everybody needs one. So, um, so we so, always smell them first. You've got the stout. I don't know. I don't know which one I Patrick has. I, no, yeah. I have the stout. Okay, so. Yeah, you guys are going for it. Oh yeah, we pour them up. We get, so this thing. All right, so we try to describe it as best we can to our listeners. And this thing smells like goodness in a cup. It's all right. Tell tell us what's in what all is in this. Okay, right. So 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 there's two beers today. Um, one is just a golden ale. And the other is a golden stout. So, um, the they're they're the same base brew. Um, it's just that the golden stout has a few extra things added. So, so for me, I wanted to kind of uh, get a feel for what some of the different uh, secondary additions, and, and and I can talk a little bit about secondaries later. Um, what 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 kind of flavor things that I can add to kind of change the, change the flavor of a beer. Um, so kind of a, okay, here's before and here's after and kind of understand what those, cause it's hard sometimes like drinking beer to kind of be able to pick out some flavors and say, Oh yeah, I really taste coffee or Mm -hmm. like I taste, like I taste this certain hop or whatever. Like if, like if you don't have a baseline to work off of and, um, you know, like I'm a I'm a home brewer, so it's like, well, why not try it out for myself? You know, like it's terrible. What's the worst? Yeah, that that's right. That's right. I still get to drink it. That's right. So, so okay. So, so the so the golden ale is just a straight straight ale that's um that's got uh, regular like uh, very very light lightly roasted hops or lightly roasted. Uh, uh, barley okay and um 
So, so, so it's got that kind of pilsnery kind of a look. The stout is the same, but it's got cacao nibs, and it has some uh, some some fresh ground coffee, and there's uh, and there's also um, some some lactose in there to kind of give it a kind of a milky sweetness. So um, it's got a it's got a coffee sweet smell to it. A little bit. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with <laughs> I agree with that on the smell. So, well, we're gonna turn it up and we're gonna drink it. Okay. <laughs> These things have six point one ABV. Both of them do the golden ale and the golden stout. That's right. Um. So Patrick and I are drinking the stout right now, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm Steve drinking the ale. The, the ale. So we might get to the ale. We're gonna see what happens. Yeah. But uh, let's go bottoms up here, sir. Cheers, sir. Fellas. That's different. Really good. Different. It's, it's different. It is different. So it's 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 so my beer's a, a smidge flat. Um, I don't know about yours. Um, it is a little bit. Yep. So can you talk um, to the brewer about that? Yeah, <laughs> I need to go. Yeah, I need to go complain back to the company and uh, uh, ask for a refund on that. But, but the um, flavor of it is is mm-hmm. is good. I can definitely. So all right. So you've said this now twice, and I don't know what are cacao nibs. So, <laughs> so, so cacao is basically the beans okay. that are made as the basis for 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 uh, chocolate. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, um, so, so you've got the cacao. It's unsweetened, uh-huh. um, and it's kind of the raw the 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 raw form of of of, of what chocolate is. It's 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 what the Mayans chewed on. And like, uh, like what they, what they tried to, um, refine into, you know, a version of chocolate, but never really got to the level of like what you and I experienced today. Hmm. Um, so this is, so cacao nibs are like, if you ever try them, uh, they're absolutely terrible. (laughs) Like if you just try to eat some, Mm -hmm. like, like there's a lot of uh, people that are, that are into like the, um. Uh, Atkins, but the uh, the other type of diet that doesn't do any sort of uh, sugars. Um, uh, I don't. I don't like keto about. diet or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't so, worry myself with that those, kind of yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, exactly. Diets so um, yeah, so 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 like those guys who are trying to still like get their chocolate fix without without sugar, they'll they'll chew on that. And that sounds like it, a terrible it, it, idea. It's just awful. I don't recommend it. It sounds to like anybody. a bad way to live your life, honestly. It does. <sighs> yeah. If you can't eat chocolate, then you need to change your lifestyle. I'm just yeah. gonna I'm just gonna throw that out there for what it's worth. Yeah. Yeah. So Well, Patrick, let's hear what are what are your thoughts on this this here golden stout? So, um I've been holding back from from y'all that I'm coming coming off of a head cold of some kind. Okay. And so my taste is off. <laughs> it's off a little bit. Um, but still, I mean, it's still a really good, smooth, textured beer. Um, what I can taste of it does taste very good. Um, I'm, I think I'm going to give this, even without being able to taste it all that much, four Luthers out of five. <laughs> four out of five Luthers. Yeah, that's not bad, and um, uh, and I'm coming in at four out of five as well. Yeah, 
So, so I mean, uh, even when I'm sure you guys are adding some extra Luthers here just because I'm in the room. Um, no, no, because uh, we've gone after a few breweries on the podcast, and we'll tag them in the post because, I mean, there's just been a couple of them that have been bad. And, you know, everybody messes up, okay? That's right. Everybody messes up, okay? Sometimes you just shouldn't distribute and bottle your mess-ups. But some brewers do it anyway. Yeah. Yep. But yeah. this has, if I could, I could see where it just had a little bit more carbonation. I think the flavors would be all there, mm-hmm. way different. Yeah. So it would be yeah. all there. But the base flavor and, and the way you described it, like I was expecting a certain flavor. And that's, I mean, honestly, that's how I grade. Is you tell me what it's supposed to taste like, and I'm going to tell you if it tastes like that. Yeah. And so you know it, you. To get to five, it has to t- it has to do that, and I have to like yeah go crazy over yeah. it. <laughs> but uh, but man, this is this is really good. the The mixture of coffee and I guess that's the cacao nibs that I that I'm tasting. It's, yep. it's like a the chocolatey chocolate. coffee. So it's almost like a dark coffee, mm-hmm. which is how I drink my coffee anyway. So I, that's good for me. Yeah. Um, it's got this like dark coffee feel to it. Yeah. So, so, so it's got, um, so, so like with anything, there's, there's, there's a variety of, um, there's a variety of different styles of coffee that you can buy, you know, from different areas of the world. Um, there's, there's, there's different roasts of, of, um, of just barley, uh, that, that, that will impart different flavor, you know, all, like all those sort of things, even with, uh, things like, um, uh, like vanilla, vanilla beans, you know, you can have Mexican vanilla beans or you can have Indonesian or like any Wait, of those things. There's different kinds of vanilla beans. Oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, vanilla like, beans are vanilla beans. Yeah. No, I mean like anything, right? I mean, uh, you know, if you've got a, there's, there's so many varieties out there. So, so, so the, the coffee beans that are in this are uh Sumatra, uh, coffee bean. So, so that's from. You know the far, far east, um, Indonesia kind of area, um, and it's uh, it's it's supposed to be really low in acidity, um, which kind of you know some 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 beers that have coffee in them have like a like a peppery taste, um, and that's and that's just because of the type of the beans, the acidity, and just uh, kind of what it what it imparts. I think we've learned more about beer tonight in the first. 20 minutes of recording than we've ever known. <laughs> oh, we, we typically go, oh, what's a... I'm like, let me Google it real quick. <laughs> we should have had him on a long so, time ago. So, yeah, I mean, so, so, I, so I guess you could say I'm into beer, right? <laughs> we just um, thought we were into beer. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so, so, um... You know, I know that one of your questions for me yeah. was was like, what 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 got me into beer brewing? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm an engineer by by, by trade. Um, I do industrial automation, and uh, you know, there was. Um, Were you the kid that made everybody else feel dumb? And no, <laughs> no. I mean, I was a kid that really didn't try very hard in school, and like had to like get it together and like the like the eleventh hour to try and make it through high school. You know, my parents were like, "Hey, are you going to go to college or not? Like, what's going on?" So, 
You know, um, so, you know, okay, I have a degree in electrical engineering and, you know, I do industrial, I right, right but, you know, it's like, um, whatever, you know, um, so, so that's, so that's, so that's one part, mm-hmm. you know, I, but, um, I've, I've always been interested in cooking, the science behind cooking, mm-hmm. um, and spent a lot of time on that and, uh, and just happened to run into a friend who said, Hey, uh, have you ever wanted to brew beer? I'm like, no, nah, not really. You know, I mean, that, that's, that's whatever, you know? So, you know, fast forward a few months later, he asked me again, he's like, Hey, are, do you want to brew beer? I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be brewing some at my house in a week. Like, okay. Like, what is that? You know, like, can you do that? Like, is, is that, that a thing? Yeah. Is this legal? Like, like, what is this? Like, do I have to knock three times and ask for a pot? Like, <laughs> This is like I don't know. He's oh no, whatever man. We're just be on the back porch. Uh, so, you know, I went over there and um, you know just hung out and kind of kind of kind of caught the bug from there. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, for like beer brewing is a very social thing. Um, it's uh, it, it it takes time, and uh, you know, it's uh, it's 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 something that doesn't like have a lot of things going on all the time. But you've got to be next to it because you're like yeah. boiling water and, you you know, there's things that can happen, boilovers and whatever that you just kind of got to man it. And, uh, you know, to just sit there by yourself, it's, it, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. Yeah. But when you got other people there, it's like, okay, yeah, this is, this is fun. And so, um, so anyways, um, uh, c- kind of a social thing. Um, and, uh, the first brew that I made was very bad uh to be completely frank right um you know uh the guy actually that 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 got me into it um he was not a very good brewer um and yeah so you know he he kind of gave up after i don't know maybe another two three months um i guess he was just kind of going through a thing and was looking for someone to join him yeah. right mm-hmm. so so I, you know, I kind of looked at him like, okay, you know, I know people can do this. I know people can make it better. Like, let me go read about it. And then, you know, just like my, you know, engineering, like, okay, how do I make this better? And then you, you just read and read and you, you find books and you yeah. go on forums and you ask questions and then you're, you're down this rabbit hole like any hobby and. It's like, okay, all right, here we go. So, um, and then your wife comes and gets you three days later, and she's like, honey, you should probably come back to yeah. the rest of the family. Can you bathe? Like, <laughs> like so, I've been sitting at that computer a long time. So, so how long ago was that? How long ago did you start? Yeah, brewing? so uh, let's say that was about uh, seven years ago, seven or oh, eight wow. years ago. Um, yeah, so, so, so beer brewing has not been something that I've done consistently, uh, for, for, for like seven, eight years. Um, it's, you know, I might brew once or twice in a year and then maybe another year just didn't do it at all just cause life, life get in, life gets in the way. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and then I might brew five, six, seven, eight, ten beers in a, in, in a year and then, you know, uh, the next year is two or three, you know, it just kind of fluctuates on and off. Um. So I'd, I'd say probably in the last seven, eight years, I think I've probably brewed close to maybe 20 or 25 different beers. Um, what's, the, what's the best one you think you've made? 
probably, I would say last year, I made an India Pale Lager. Um, oh, I think I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's 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 not an IPA. It's an IPL. Um, and it's it's uh it's kind of got the same the same thing as uh, as an ale, except that it's it's just got a different yeast strain to use lager lager yeast instead of ale yeast. So um, kind of different, kind of a clean tasting beer, but with a little bit of hops and um, yeah, you know, like. All of my beers, including this one, um, you know, you might taste a little bit of um, like a like like a banana y kind of flavor, um, or like a fruity flavor, and that's from and that's from the ale um, from the ale yeast itself, kind of imparting a an aroma all to itself. Um, you know, I was talking about a bunch of different types of coffee beans or whatever. There's probably there's probably forty or fifty different types of, um, of 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 yeast out there that that you can that you can um, that you can use, and they've all got different they've all got different characteristics. So um, I just poured up my golden ale. I'm going to drink it. Yeah, too. you did. You did. <laughs> there you go. So I'm going to um, save mine for when I can taste again. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good too. It's I different. can see it's it's got the there's just kind of basic. I don't want to say ba- like just the 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 basic okay. beer. You the can call me basic. <laughs> That's okay. Basic I, is not a bad thing when you're brewing beer. No, no, I have learned that. Uh, no. So so you get into beer, you get into brewing beer, and and us as a, as a podcast, we're specifically about the Bible and beers. Yep. And so I know you, and you're a Christian. You're a Christian man. You have a, a family, godly man who leads his family. Um, I've known Steve for a while now. And uh, in fact, I've known his wife since before he met his wife. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, so tell tell us what's it like, you know? Because there's a, there's the stigma. We've talked about it on this podcast. There's that stigma of you can't be a Christian and drink alcohol. You can't be a Christian and be around alcohol or whatever. You're a Christian and you brew alcohol in your house. Sure. So, like, talk talk about that. Just you know, where's the where do you get to that? Yeah. So, um, you're obviously a heathen. So yeah, <laughs> right. I'm such a hedonist, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm only here for the pleasure in this world. Yes. Um, no, I mean, uh, you know, there's, a, you know, there are idols in, 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 in all of our lives. Um, and I think that, um, you know, you can treat certain things and you can idolize certain things, good things that can become bad things, mm-hmm. right? And, 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 and can take place of the things that God has ordained for us um, to be put first. Mm-hmm. And that's our relationship with him. Yep. Uh, that is our relationship with our family um, and uh, leading them into, uh, you know, worship of the God who made this universe um who 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 gave us grain who gave us who gave us water um who allowed yeast to float around in the air and you know um someone capture that and put it together and turn it into this thing called beer right yeah um you know like wine right i mean it's 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 the same thing 
Um, no, Jesus turned water into grape juice, man. Well, right. <laughs> yep. Yep. You know, I, t- I was raised believing that. Um, yeah. I was yeah. too until I went to college and I realized. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yep. Until you study it for yourself. Yes. Right. So, um, so, so, so for me, um, you know, some people really struggle with alcohol and I'm not here to say that, uh, you shouldn't struggle with alcohol because everyone has different struggles. Right. Um, but for me, uh, beer is something that I can enjoy uh, a glass of, you know, maybe a couple times a week, um, and, uh, and, and, and just enjoy it for what it is and move on with my life. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, I treat it like any other special thing that I get. Um, you know, it's just, just something that I enjoy and I can move on from it. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a hobby that allows me to stay around home and, 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 and really still be around for my family and, and, and show them that, okay, look, dad doesn't have to have a good time by leaving you guys and, yeah. and, and, and going out to a bar or whatever, right? Like I can just be here and, uh, you know, still enjoy so, you guys. So you're saying that alcohol could actually have a positive influence on your family? What? Yeah. It's crazy. Right. <laughs> I, I will yeah. say this, you know, there's people who say like, um, you know, how can you be close or how can you say that alcohol is, can bring you closer to Jesus when you're drinking it or how can, or like, you know, they, they'll use that argument for why they don't drink. I will, I'll say that some of the best conversations that I've had have regarding Jesus specifically have been over a glass of beer. Or over sure. a bottle of beer. And For so, sure. you know, it's it really comes down to, you know, your, I mean, it's it's a not a preference thing, but it's how, it, it's a perspective thing. You know, you can, we can, you, you know, you can have deep talks about Jesus over a beer and a pipe or a beer and a cigar or over a cup of coffee at Starbucks. Like, there's no, right. there's no, uh. There's no secret formula to to your uh, discipleship or anything like that. That's right. And I mean, I think uh, to to be able to to uh, to be able to drink a beer uh, in in front of someone who isn't a believer, um, kind of let someone put their guard down a little bit too, because yeah. it's like, oh, they're not trying to berate me for you, you <laughs> know for, for for things you know holier than thou kind yeah. of thing. It's hey, I'm a real person. And, um, you know, let's just, let's just talk, yeah. um, you know, cause I think truly what God wants to use from us is, um, not our perfectness and, and, and how good we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christ is the one who is the goodness in us. It's not us ourselves. Yeah. So, um, to, to be able to just say, Hey, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm just like you, I'm a broken person. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's still things that I have in my life that, you know, I've, I've got going on, but I'm able to rely on a savior that, that, that I have an eternity uh, waiting oh, yeah. for me. Right. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I think that to be able to just be real, uh, and, and, and let God use us, um, without trying to be perfect, mm-hmm. um, and just be ourselves and let God use us, 
Um, I mean, I think there's, you know, that's, that's, that's what it's about. You know, I mean, um, well, that's, I mean, that's the gospel right there is letting God use you in whatever situation you're in, you know, I'm trying, I'm, I'm, I love taking verses out of context. It's my favorite thing to do. So Paul became all things to all people, you know, that's, yeah. To to me that that doesn't mean Paul sinned. Some people will say Paul Paul did stuff that was sinning. No, no, no. Paul didn't do that. But what Paul did do is he looked into his context, he looked into his culture, and he said, How can I best, you know, come into this culture and shine the light of Jesus to this culture? Not mm. how can I capitulate to the culture, but how can I best walk into this culture and shine the light of Jesus to this culture? Yeah. And and you know, I think that that brewing beer or, uh, you know, these hobbies, because you talked about being a social hobby, man, what better way to get four or five or six or 10 guys to come over to your house? Hey guys, we're going to brew some beer this afternoon or this evening. Yeah. You know, I'd love for you guys to come hang out with me for a little while while I do it. And then the whole time you're brewing beer, you have the opportunity to talk to guys about the love of Christ. That's right. Guys that could possibly not be believers. Yeah. Or if they are believers and they're of age, you have an opportunity to spend a couple of hours with guys to disciple them. Man, let me tell you what the what the Word of God is teaching me. Let me tell you what Scripture is teaching me right now, and and it gives you that opportunity because, I mean, we can we can fit so much into our normal lives that we don't normally try to fit in. That's uh, right. You know, where, where we think we think we have to, you know, go to church and we have to bring people to church to get the answer. You know, we think the answer is. Well, if I can just get them in the doors of the church, then Jesus will save them. Well, I've got a newsflash for you. Jesus is omnipresent. God's omnipresent. He's mm-hmm. everywhere. You don't have to get them to church. Yes. You know, now once once they've confessed Christ, yes, I want to see them in a plugged in, in a local body, but you don't have to get them to church to get them there. That's right. And so, you know, look for opportunities. And that's what I, I think that's kind of the, the crux of Paul's argument right there when he says, I become all things to all people. He goes to where they are so that he can bring them back to Christ. Yeah. And, 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 you know, so many times we have churches that are trying to build their brand or build their, their, their community around a building and around a, you got to come here and you got to, you got to be here and we want you in our church and we want you to come to our church. And, you know, and, and it's more about coming to a facility than it is about the church going out into the community. Right. I mean, Christ, Christ never said, come to the synagogue. No, he didn't. Right. I mean, <laughs> that's, Christ, that's what the religious leader said. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it is a really good opportunity to just, um, you know, and, in a lot of ways, because um, there's there's significant downtime. I mean, like a typical brew day is like four hours for me. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of time to you know just be, you know, it's just cooking on the stove kind of thing, yeah. right? So there's there's time to just be still. Yeah. Um, so so you've got that time to, to to really connect with someone else to really share your your heart, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, to be real with someone. Um, and I think that's, that's what people are looking for right now is, 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 is realness. Um, so, you know, for me, uh, beer is my avenue to do that. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, there's, there's, there's a little reward for me at the end too, right? 
So you get to try this thing that you created. Yeah, right. Um, that God allowed you to create. Yeah. The golden ale's really good too. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna come in at four Luthers on it. I'm rating two beers tonight. Okay, there you go. Good. I'm glad you like it. It's a it's a nice nice little smooth ale. I'll tell you what. Both of these. So. We're, we're totally just mismatching this, like, review and discussion thing tonight. We're, That's okay. <laughs> um, so one of the things we like to do is kind of, we like to talk about what would go well with this beer, how this, what context this beer would fit in. And if I had to give the stout a context, I'm going to say that's an after dinner, like, you're chilling on the back porch, smoking a pipe kind of beer. And the golden ale is actually a with dinner yeah, like it would, it would yeah. go good with with yeah. with a good old slab of red meat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Sorry, sorry, get you a burger. <laughs> yeah, yep. Get you a burger and uh, and and yeah. Yeah, this one, this one would be good. Have with the that. first one and then have some dessert at the end. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah. So, man, that's uh, I love hearing that kind of story. Patrick, do you have any you have any questions here for for Steve of Free Time Brewing? Hmm. I had one while he was talking. <laughs> totally just put him on the spot. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, Take another no, sip. We can come back. I'm, I'm out. Come back. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm out. If, um, if he's out. That means you get to crack the next one, right? So, um... Must have been good if he's already out. Well, okay, so you talked about okay, so you talked about the process. I know we got like deep there for a minute. Now I want to get back to the process of making it. <laughs> okay, um, sure. Back to the beer. So, so, so it is. No, no, we'll get back to it. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> shut Sorry. up. Shut Sorry. up, Patrick. I'm like two and a half beers in. I told you I was going to get crazy tonight. <laughs> shut up, Rick. <laughs> Did you drink that oh, whole God. thing? Uh, I still got half of this one left. The big one? He, yeah. yeah. Well, he's uh, going to finish it. I'm, I'm going to finish it. Right. He's so going anyway, to finish it. All right, he's so, I'm going to sleep good tonight. You know, <laughs> so where where do you get, you know, like your ingredients or your materials or your tools or whatever it is for your beer? Like, you know, where would you go to get hops or where to get barley? Or is that something right. you order online right. or do you have like a local store? So, okay. Yeah. So, so there are in just about every large city. Um, I live in South Alabama. So, um, there are a few different homebrew stores. Um, you know, this is called homebrewing. Um, so, you know, those, those guys have stuff for winemaking and for beer making, typically. And, um, they, you know, the occasional person might also have some additional things for people who are into, like, uh, creating their own stills for maybe something a little bit harder, right? Um, so, you're saying, so you're saying I could get into making whiskey? You could. <laughs> you could, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and I Rick's mean, antennas just went up. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, beer is basically the basis for that. I mean, you're 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 making beer, and then you're going to kind of boil that off and, and catch the catch the good stuff, and then get your runnings off or so, whatever. So, wait, did I see you say that whiskey is the good part of beer? I mean, uh, I mean, beer is pretty good as it is, though. Yeah, right. I mean, right. So okay, so so right, homebrewing stores. 
uh, typically have, um, they'll sell uh, just uh, straight grain, uh, lots of different varieties of grain. They'll have hops uh, on hand, um, and they're pretty knowledgeable guys. So if you ask questions, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm new into beer brewing, I want to get into beer making, or I want to make wine, or whatever, you know, those guys are treasure troves of information. Um, good places to start um, instead of trying to, like, figure it out on your own. Um, you know, it's, 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 like, it's, like going to a, it's like going to a welder and saying, hey, how do I, how do I weld? Like, most welders aren't going to tell you, right? Um, but it, it's, they lose their job. Yeah, <laughs> right. But those guys, I mean, it's, it's their job to, like, sell that stuff and get you to buy it. So they're going to kind of give you advice like, okay, well, we could probably do this and add a little bit of that or whatever. And they've, and, and they've actually got, like, uh, pre-built kits. So you can go and you can buy like a little, basically shoe box that's got the grains that you need. It's got the uh, the hops already prepackaged, the right quantities um, for brewing. Typically, like most like uh, for for typical home brews, it's like five gallons. Um, so you'll 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 you know start off with like a six gallons of water, and then it'll end up boiling down about five. You'll put it in a bucket and let it ferment, and then, you know, a few weeks later, you've got you've got beer. Um, so um, that was a super simple. That was a super simple like, yeah, story of how beer is made. You start with water, it boils down. You put it in a bucket, and then you have beer. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I mean. That's how they did it a long time ago. I mean, it hasn't really changed. People that think this is difficult. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, okay. So, so, so maybe I can talk about that for a minute. I mean, even me, like, like, like a very technical person, you know, I thought it's 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 really like this, almost like uh, you know, black box. Like how, like how do you make this right? Like, and uh, when I when I was uh, at that guy's place the first time I was brewing. You know, it like he he said something, and it was like a light bulb moment for me. It was like, look, this is just like baking a cake. Um, it's just that you're just you've just got a lot of extra water. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, it is like cooking. Um, you know, like you can make a cake. Yeah, you can go to the store and you can buy a cake. I'm terrible but, at cooking for the record. I mean, but 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 <laughs> look, I mean, you can buy a box and it says dump True. it all in, stick it in the oven. It tells you what to do. And these boxes have like, okay, um, stick these grains in this water that's at roughly this temperature. Um, let it sit in there for, you know, X number of minutes. Mm-hmm. Pull it out. Boil it for an hour. Cool it down. Put it in a bo- I mean, literally, I mean, it's, 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 it's literally that simple. I mean, you guys are laughing, but I mean, it, it, it really is. So, like, once you see it and uh, you watch someone else do it, it's like, oh, okay. Maybe I can do this, you know, and like the first time you do it, it's probably going to be terrible, right? <laughs> Just like mine. But, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of little nuanced things that you can get better at. Just like with cooking or with, like with anything, right? Um, you spend some time, you work on your, you work on your finesse, your process, and you can end up making something decent that you're, that, that, that you're proud of. That on a subpar podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Right, you get two good. How dare you call two us? dudes inviting you over to talk about so far. <laughs> We're only so far in our own minds. Oh man.
You're always your worst critic. That's right? true. That's You're true. always your worst critic. Uh, so yeah, so 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 you can buy uh, materials at a homebrew store. You can also, just like anything else, buy it online. Um, there are lots of homebrew stores online. Uh, I mean, you can go on eBay. They, you know, eBay's got pre-built boxes. Um, it's going to be cheaper than going to a homebrew store. But the thing that you miss out on is being able to ask questions real time, get some feedback like, well, what do you like? You know, oh, well, I like to do this. Okay, well, this box would probably be a good start for you. Don't do this box because this is like a level two box, yeah. right? You want to start out with a level one box. I got you. Okay. So um, so if you're interested in that sort of thing, look up like a homebrew store in your area. Maybe it's a little bit of a drive, but it's worth it to get out there and talk to someone who actually knows what they're doing and uh, can kind of at least guide you in the right direction. So, um, It's so, one more relationship. Yeah, it is. It's one more relationship right. is all it is. That's right. So, That's right. Yeah. Man, I feel like I've learned so much tonight. It's been a lot of information. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing a lot of talking. Um, That's okay. Usually I do a lot of talking. So. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. Unless we're talking about something history, then, then Patrick chimes in. And uh, he's he's our history. Expert. That's right. That's right. We could talk about the election, but I'm not going to I'm no, not going to bore anybody with that. that. We're Look, done with that. I really enjoyed the electoral college conversation. <laughs> that was good. That was good. So, all right. So, you brew your beer, you you buy it from homebrew stores, you get to know it. Um what talk, talk us through just I think you you've mentioned it a little bit, but like can you give a, like a short rundown on the whole brew process from beginning to end. Yeah, for sure. For sure. What do you what do you go through? Yep. Okay. So so I'll 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 do it as if I were uh starting out buying just one of those one of those boxes okay. from the store. There we go. Um you know, I, I go to the store, I buy I, I buy what I'm interested in, some sort of IPA box, right? Um I open the box up, it says, Okay, heat the water up to 180 degrees okay so you go get a thermometer if you've got some sort of a thermometer device um get some water up to that temperature um so like i've got an outdoor burner that i use and uh i've got like a eight gallon pot and i'll put in six gallons of water and i'll heat that up and when i get it to that temperature it says okay stick in um, stick in this, uh, liquid malt extract. So, um, what some, basically the way that the, let me roll back a minute. The way that, um, the way that beer is made originally is they use, they use barley, but it's malted barley. So, um, they'll go through that process and malt the barley and some of the brewers will then pre-cook out that barley and pull out some of the fermentable sugars and package it up, boil off all the extra water and turn it into like the syrup that uh, they can stick into a box so that it fits into a shoebox size thing. 
right? So, so they're doing some of the work for you. They do a little bit of the work for you so that you don't have to spend, you know, uh, all the time. I say, that sounds uh, like a process. Working with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, so basically you warm up this, 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 this syrup material that's, that, that's already been cooked the right way, ideally, and you dump it in some water, um, and then you get it up to a boil. And uh, you're boiling for anywhere from 30 to 60 to 90 minutes. Um, so there's 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 some compounds that are in that are in beer that uh, are not good for you. And during the boiling process, it kind of gets those out of there. Okay. Um, and uh, like on the sheet, it'll tell you there might be like some 60 minute hops, or there might be some 10 minute hops. Um, and the way that hops work is, uh, some, like some beers, like on an IPA, you'll taste them and they'll be really bitter. Um, and that is from, uh, the reason why people use hops originally is, is, is as a preservative. Mm -hmm. Um, so the longer that you boil hops, the more bitter it gets. Um, so you're pulling out more of those preservative um there's alpha acids that 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 come out of these uh hop hop material that um which hops come from basically a flower right um so you pull that out and that adds the bitterness and the preservative flavor um to the beer uh that just seems to go so well in like an IPA um so they might say, add a 60-minute hop. Okay, that's my bittering hops. And then they say, okay, uh, now I need to add one at the last 10 minutes. So you know, you've got some sort of timer going on for 60 minutes, 10 minutes left. You throw in this extra batch of, of hops, which those are what they call like late edition hops, mm-hmm. which are what give you like the very uh, tropical flavors, the very fruity flavors uh, that... That you see in a lot of like New England pale ales and um, we've had a few of those that sort mm-hmm. of thing. The, a lot of the IPAs end up that way. Yeah, that's 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 the latest trend. Is a lot of late hop additions. Okay. Um, and like I was saying earlier, there's there's a ton of different varieties of hops that have a ton of different flavor profiles. Mm-hmm. So um, when you're buying a box, you've already got all that figured out for you. It just says, okay, I know I need to put this in at. 10 minutes and then uh let it roll so um you don't have to kind of figure out oh man should i this one's got some coconut flavor this one's got some mango foot like they've already done it for you they know something that works try that first so um you let that roll and then at the end uh you basically turn off the heat after your 60 minutes or whatever the boiling time is that they tell you on the box then you cool it down um, to around room temperature. So you can either, uh, stick it in like an ice bath or, um, you can wrap it around like some, some sort of a, uh, a hose that, that does some sort of heat transfer or whatever. Right. But you've got to get the temperature down because the yeast, uh, will not survive if it's above like 110 degrees. It's, it's like bacon bread. Um, you know, oh, when you've, like when you've, like when you've got all your stuff together yeah. and you go to add your yeast, yeah. it's got to be at a certain temperature or yeah. lower. Otherwise, 
you're just gonna yeah. knock well, it off. My wife baked bread, so I can I can mm-hmm. I can get with that one right there. Yeah. <laughs> so right. So 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 you kind of understand that at least. Um, so so yeah, you add your yeast after it's cooled down, and um, and then you put it into a bucket or some other glass uh, container. They they they've got like carboys is what they call them. They're basically this these big like maybe two two and a half feet tall by foot and a half wide uh, glass containers that you can put your liquid in and then you've got uh, got a little uh, what they call an earlock uh, that you stick on top and put it in a cool place somewhere around like room temperature and you just let it go um, just like you would bread you know yeah. um, you know you, you you cover it up you either put it in in like indirect sunlight or whatever kind of keep it around the right temperature for beer it's like around room temperature like 70 degrees is the right temp for for fermenting so um you just set it and leave it and you let the yeast do their thing just set like it, what forget it. <laughs> yeah i mean really um you know i mean there's there's some nuance there but basically you know you just get it around a you know uh, a, a comfortable room somewhere that's under like seventy five degrees, uh, higher than maybe sixty five degrees, and uh, just let it sit. And these things that go on top, they're called airlocks, and it's basically a basically a, um, a a cup with water that sits on top. And there's a little um, I don't even know what it's called, but basically it, it it's it's like this floating this floating cup that sits on top and as the yeast start to uh do their thing basically what you've done is you've got a bunch of fermentable sugar inside of inside of this water liquid that you've been boiling and that yeast is hungry and it's looking for sugar just like with bread right so Mm -hmm. so it's going to eat it and then it's going to multiply and what it does when it eats the sugar is it creates uh it, it creates ethyl alcohol uh, which is how we get our ABV. Um, it creates other things like esters, which are flavor compounds in beer. So um, things like Belgian Belgian ales or like Hefeweizen, like that really strong banana clove flavor, all comes from yeast. Huh. Um, so that's like another, you know, the yeast will impart that while it's while it's fermenting. And the other thing that it does is it. Uh, it creates CO2 as it's, uh, as it's, um, as the third main thing that it does. Mm-hmm. So that CO2 has to go somewhere. Um, otherwise you're going to blow up your bucket or your, or, 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 <laughs> or your glass bottle. So, so they've got this glass, uh, or this, uh, this airlock thing that sits on top and it basically lets the CO2 out, but doesn't let any oxygen in, mm-hmm. um, so oxygen is a killer for beer. I'm sure if you've left beer out for a while, yeah, <laughs> it starts to taste kind of cardboardy mm-hmm. and kind of just yeah, not great. So um, that's that's what that airlock does, and it's just going to do its thing. And it takes typically around two weeks, um, ten days to maybe fifteen to maybe eighteen days. Um, some some of the new yeast strains will finish a beer in maybe three days. Um, yeah, um, kind of a very recent discovery in uh, in 
in the. Is that just because of the yeast that it goes? Yeah, out? yeah, okay. yeah, wow. yeah. There's yeah, yeah. There's this new yeast that um that 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 ferments really warm. Yeah. Uh, it's like a farmhouse yeast from uh, Norway, I think. Um, that like. I guess they forgot about and uh, <laughs> no one knew about. Um, they just forgot about it. Yeah, you know, I mean, you else? know, I mean, you know, the the Europeans are very proud of their process, and these guys in Norway are like, okay, whatever, we're doing our own thing. Yeah. And this guy just stumbles on it and takes the internet by storm. Uh, just really in the last two years about that, but uh, we won't get into details on that. <laughs> um, so yeah, so so you you let it sit for a while, and then. Uh, after you're done, you've got you've got beer. It's it's uncarbonated, mm-hmm. but it's beer. So then you get a bunch of bottles. You know, let's say you've been drinking some beer and you've cleaned your bottles out. Uh, you've stuck them through the dishwasher, or whatever, cleaned them, and you fill them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me backtrack a second. Uh, in order to carbonate the beer, you'll need a little bit of sugar. So you'll dump some sugar. This box will have some sugar in there too. Dump that in, and um, kind of mix in this sugar in with this already uh, fermented beer, because there's still live yeast that are inside, and they're still looking for something to something to eat. Mm-hmm. So, so you add a little bit of sugar. They've got the right amount. You dump it into um, into bottles, like five gallons. Do like fifty to sixty bottles. Um, fill those up. Uh, you'll need to cap them somehow. The homebrew store's got bottle caps and a bottle capper. Um, you cap those up and then you let it sit for like another probably two weeks for the, um, for the yeast to kind of eat those sugars and create the CO2. And because you've got it capped off, it just starts to infuse that CO2 back into the liquid. And that's how you end up making beer. So, um... That, that was is, a long. That so, was a long process. So from beginning to drink, it's about a month. Yeah, about a month is a good estimate, I'd say, uh, from the day that you. Unless you get the Norwegian water. yeast. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I mean, if you get the Norwegian yeast, you might be done in less than a week. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, but I, I'll uh, tell you what it does, man. That that makes you respect the brewing process. Yeah. It makes you wait. It yeah. makes you wait. Yeah. Um. Some people really get antsy, you know, like with baking, you know, you can stick some stuff in a pot and, uh, you know, like, yeah, (laughs) be done in like an hour, right? You've already got everything kind of made up for you. This is like kind of a a much lower process. Uh, You got to wait, you got to be patient. And uh, there's a lot of anticipation, a lot of worries like, oh, maybe I did something wrong. Like, you know, so. There's a um, there's a good theological point to be made in there, right? Right yeah, at that point. I'm just... Right. <laughs> yep. Yep. Rick, the theologian, is going to chime in and uh, and say that sometimes waiting is better. That's right. You know, sometimes it's okay to wait. But uh, but yeah, man, that's a that's awesome. I like. I've never thought about brewing, and and well, I have thought about it. I've, I've always thought, man, that'd be really cool to do. I've never. I've never known that's as far as the thought's gone. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, I mean, you know, like the, like the, like the too long didn't listen. If you fast forward through this whole thing, um, you know, it's, it's literally warm up some water, dump, dump your ingredients and boil it for a little bit, stick it in a, stick it in a bucket, let it sit for a couple weeks. 
put it in bottles with a little bit of sugar, and you've got beer. And boom, you've got beer. It's right. that easy, right? Yep. <laughs> with a lot of details, with, right? Yeah. And, well, I mean, the details are what make it important. That's mm-hmm. what that's what makes good beer and bad beer. It's is, true. It's the details. It's true. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it, it really does. You, you just compared it to baking a couple of times, but <laughs> baking is like if you get one little thing wrong, you could completely ruin whatever you're making. Oh, for sure. If you one measurement or your temperature's off or if you bake it too long or too short, you could completely wreck it. Yep. And so or if you use salt instead of sugar, it's done. That would yes. not be good either. <laughs> yes. Or if you use like sweetened condensed milk instead of milk. Yes. Yep. Yep. Nope. Um yep. Yeah, I had a mac and cheese with sweetened condensed milk. <laughs> That'll ruin mac and cheese real fast. Yeah, that ruined it real fast. It was actually my wife. We were dating at the time, and uh, she'd made it, and I tasted it, and I knew it was wrong. But I was like, wow, honey, this is really good. She's like, oh, really? Let me try something. She's like, this is the worst thing I've ever tasted. I'm like, well, I didn't want to tell you. She's like, you should have told me. It's like, well, look, you know, I really like you. Um, <laughs> You know, so, um, yeah. All the things we do before we're married, right? Oh, man. All the stuff we put up with. Yep. Yep. Mm. Oh, man. Man, well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, well, man, I appreciate you coming on. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you talking about brewing beer, um, what it means for, for really for Christians to brew beer. Uh, you know, it's uh, you don't have to be afraid of that, and, and I appreciate that. Um, Patrick, anything you wanna you wanna add or ask on there to the end? No, but I mean, I just second Rick's. You know, thank you for coming on and you know just explaining the process and and kind of sharing you know your experience behind brewing beer and um your heart for it. And I can tell that you're very passionate, and knowledgeable about um about brewing beer and um. It's really been eye-opening. Brewing beer is something I've actually kind of thought about getting into um, in the past. And um, I don't know if this is a, a nudge. It's a nudge in a direction. I just don't know if it's <laughs> which direction it is. Yeah, so, right. But, um, but it, it really has been um, very um, enlightening to the whole process. So thank you for that. Yeah. Well, man, uh, just a just a heads up for our listeners. Uh, we have we have briefly discussed this, but uh, we're going to take a couple of weeks off. Um, this is this is going to air the Friday after Thanksgiving, and so uh, we're going to take off really kind of the whole month of December. Something that we've wanted to do with the Beers and Bible podcast is interview people. So I'm glad that we were able to have Steve on. Really, is kind of our our ending of this year or ending of this season uh, because it's been it's been a, a fun few weeks here on the podcast we've we've done a lot of stuff over the last uh, several weeks and uh, really over the last year and a half at this point we, you know we've we've gone through J.I. Packer's concise theology we've discussed um, you know questions that are combating Christians when we did the 77 questions we've talked about topical stuff um, and so we're we're going to take a month, and we're going to try to do a little bit of planning. I know that's that's odd for the Beers and Bible podcast, but we're going to try to do a little bit of planning, possibly get a few more interviews 
uh, coming on in the future. And so we wanted to thank Steve for coming on, Free Time Brewing, and uh, and we will we'll probably post some links to him uh, and and his stuff so you can find him and maybe you can show up at his house if you can figure out where he lives. We're still not going to give you his address. Uh, that's okay. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah, you can share my Instagram handle or whatever. What and, is your uh, Instagram handle? I, 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 I think it's, I think it's moto.steve. That's, that's my personal account, but I do share some, some brewing stuff on there as well as, you know, pics of my kids and, and, uh, just stuff, stuff I like doing there you other, go. Than, other than brewing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, uh, that's like my Instagram Feed. It's basically pictures of food and pictures of my kids. That's all you're getting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. So yeah, I mean, I'm passionate about this stuff. Um, you know, I'm 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 passionate about sharing my faith too. So um, yeah, awesome. feel 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 free to reach out and uh, yeah if, yeah if you need any advice or whatever in terms of brewing or you know being able to share your story with with other non-believers, you know, hit me up. There we go. So you can find him at Moto dot steve and patrick if they want to find us on the interwebs where would they find us we are uh, also on instagram we are over at beers and bible underscore you can find us on twitter at beers and bible p1 you can find us on facebook by searching beers and bible podcast and uh looking for our logo there and you can also email us at beers and bible podcast at gmail.com well there you have it uh, we hope you've enjoyed this discussion, uh, talking about beer, talking about life, talking about theology, all of the fun things. And uh, we will see you when 2021 comes around in January uh, with a brand new season of the Beers and Bible podcast. And until then, keep your beer cold and stay classy. Peace out. If you enjoy what you hear on Beers and Bible please consider leaving a five-star rating and review on your podcast platform to help us promote this podcast.